Howdy y'all, Dan Scotland here, joining you from Legal Grass, Massachusetts, Heartland of America. You can find us anywhere you find podcasts such as iTunes, CastBox, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, and other platforms like it. You can find us on YouTube, Odyssey, and Rumble. And my handle on Instagram, the only social media you'll really find me on, is underscore IamCanvasativa. Alright, let's get to it. See, this is a, these are the type of stories that I, I, I like hearing. I, I don't like this whole red scare stuff too much because it's not it's not it's not relevant to the it's you know this whole like Russia Ukraine thing. Um, again, I I I it's like it's like it's like two bucks that we got all this money for war yet we can't feed the poor. Again, we're just we're just rehashing the 1980s and the whole Cold War stuff, but. You know, what can you do here? But I do um, appreciate um, that the grassroots is not going... is Again, they're not, they're not going quietly into the night. They're letting their politicians know that, hey, we're dropping, they're dropping the ball on what the will of the voters w- was and, and implementing said will voters. So let's read this article. Um, it's from CT Insider. Cannabis advocates protest Kiralee's Russian ties and Connecticut's recreational use rollout by Amy DeSalvo. Hartford, among the stated intents of Connecticut's recreational use cannabis program is prioritizing social equity applicants and uplifting communities impacted by the war on drugs. But some activists have noticed large corporations are having more luck opening dispensaries in the state. Friday, about 15 protesters rallied outside Kiralee's dispensary in Hartford which recently expanded to recreational use sales. Officials are reviewing allegations that Massachusetts-based company, which is one of the state's largest producers and retailers, may have failed to disclose millions in loans from a Russian billionaire. Again, I'm feels feels like we're repeating the early 2000s again with, with the whole Middle East scare and stuff. So I'm, I'm not necessarily buying into it. I'm just I'm just re- reading what what what's what's in front of me. So. Don't think I'm taking any sides in this conflict. Why is it that Kiralee and not Jamal from down the street said Ivelisse Correa, a East Hartford resident and co-president of BLM 860? Reporting in from Forensic News revealed Kiralee and two of its primary shareholders accepted $400 million in loans from companies owned by Russian billionaire Roman Abra- Abrahamovich. Quote, we are currently experiencing a worldwide energy crisis because of Russia, Correa said. The face of this dispensary should have been a black face. Kiralee has denied the allegations in a statement Friday. Kiralee is an American company, a Kiralee spokesperson said. We have never taken money from, from sanctioned Russian oligarchs or any other person sanctioned in the U.S. Moreover, neither... We nor our primary shareholders hold outstanding funds to any Russian oligarchs or any person sanctioned in the US, UK, or EU. The statement called the company's relationship with Connecticut lawmakers collaborative and transparent. Quote, we have nothing to hide and we continue to condemn the unjust war against Ukraine, the statement concluded. 
Regardless of the merit of the allegations, protesters Friday criticized the state's delayed approach to releasing those previously convicted of cannabis offenses, the barriers for everyday people trying to open dispensaries, and the concentration of the production of cannabis among four major producers. Every person of color will tell you the struggles they've faced as opposed to Curly that could just waltz into Hartford and just open up before anyone else who deserves this, Correa said. Josiah Shaley of Simsbury attended the rally Friday because he said one of his friends was interested in opening a dispensary in Simsbury, home to a Curly production company, and was denied. He said the social equity portion of the rollout phase is lacking. People are still in prison for cannabis right now, while these people are making millions of dollars, Saley said. Christina Capitan of East Windsor represents CT Canna Warriors, one of the organizers of the rally. She highlighted one successful social equity applicant, Manchester's fine federal location. Her concern is when businesses that aren't from Connecticut and do not represent marginalized groups stand to profit the most from cannabis sales. It's when we see big corporations that are not Connecticut-based coming in and making a profit off cannabis two blocks away from where our brothers and sisters sat in prison for selling cannabis in the city, Capitan said. This, that is really concerning. House Bill 6787 in the General Assembly would direct the... Division of Criminal Justice to stop prosecuting cannabis cases, given the legality of recreational use cannabis. The House held a hearing on the bill Wednesday. In the second half of 2023, Governor Ned Lamont is expected to erase cannabis offenses for those who have not had any other criminal convictions for 7 to 10 years. In the meantime, Connecticut continues to prosecute some cannabis offenses, according to a top prosecutor. During the rally, Carolee's Hartford location remained open with steady traffic. Rally attendees criticized the dispensary for selling moldy cannabis, a claim unsubstantiated in Connecticut, but confirmed in New Jersey. The common request among protesters was to prioritize small, local, diverse people interested in opening dispensaries over corporate giants like Carolee. Again, this is why this, this is why this podcast exists. To prevent the people that already have advantages from continuing to, to fleece the average train or the average show. And to put the average show in it to elevate them over these over these mega corporations. They don't care about curing your anxiety or your depression or your your, your cancer. They don't or, or perhaps not curing but treating it. They don't care about that. They just care about making as big of a profit as they can make. Like I always say. The common request among protesters was to prioritize small, local, diverse people interested in opening dispensaries over corporate giants like Curaleaf. Quote, they should have left it with the people, said D.D. Pedraza, who attended the rally Friday. End of article. So, again, this is why podcasts like ours exist. Um... The grassroots are sick and tired of, of their will being ignored. They're sick and tired of the the MSOs getting priority over the grassroots and over, over drug war victims that paid a direct price from the war on drugs. And I hope Connecticut and I hope the grassroots can get more of what they want and 
and see to it that the integrity of the will of the people is honored because it doesn't seem like that's that's happening right now but again the people in connecticut are based they're not going down without a fight and we need more of this spirit when when the will of the people gets subverted but enough from me I can be found anywhere you find podcasts such as iTunes, Castbox, Stitcher, TuneIn Raider, iHeartRadio, and other platforms like it. You find me on Instagram at underscore I am Canva Sativa. I'm on YouTube at Rumble. I'm on YouTube, Rumble, and Odyssey. So peace out, ciao, and stay medicated, my friends.